yet. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh man, I wish. I wish I. I wish I could put that in right now. But uh, I just did it for you. Problem solved. I appreciate it, but uh, you know, we need the beats. We need the hot beats. Well, that was your job. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> um, while we wait for for our special guest uh, to come on. Um, oh man, wait a second. It looks like my uh looks like my computer might be uh ready to go right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was kind of excited about trying something something a little different with this episode. With me bringing us into the episode instead. Well, yeah, sure that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that and uh-huh. uh, you know, um something else. Uh I was gonna. I was gonna do a little uh, post editing work, um, and, and probably just put some music in the background. But like, well, there you, you go. know, just do that anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably have to end up doing that because uh, it looks like my my laptop still isn't really uh, isn't fully functional. You know, what's gonna suck though. I can't. I won't be able to look up. You know, facts. Did we ever? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I thought we did a good job of, uh, of looking something up. You know what I mean? If we had a, if we had a question about it or something like that. Well, for the most part, I mean, I tried. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't um, look things up, so. Well, while uh, I mean, I'm I'm scared. For, I want to I want to ask you about what's going on um, with everything. You know, kind of like your week. Um, while while I guess we wait for Brock, but I, I I'm scared that he's gonna, you know, get in and we'll be full fledged into a you know, something. Ah, you know what? Uh, whatever. Let's just wait for him. Let's see what happens. Because uh, then, like that, when he can when he comes on, um, I'll probably just be able to get everything uh, get everything going at least i'll be able to look stuff up because so, i'm not starting this thing over we're <laughs> we're on the roll right now we're this going. is a this is a free podcast this is it this is it one take hope baby i'm like oh there he goes that's what i'm talking about my main man broccoli Just it's brock <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, ah, and I ruined it for everybody too. I just ruined the surprise. I didn't want to. I almost gave away your name before you came on, and then I was just like, "Oh, we have a special guest." And uh, now that everybody knows uh, our special guest, everybody, it's Brock. Hey, this is he where is? the horns would come in normally. Oh no, he can't hear us. He just, uh, he just, he just left. Something happened. <laughs> Great, awesome. <laughs> We're off to a really solid start. Well, you know, this is what we do here. This is the, I mean, if Ross was here, I hope he would say something like, uh, this is the podcast for, uh, you know, lazy podcasters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. You know what I mean? Something along those lines. Um, You know what? The good news is if he's going to listen to this, he's going to be like, they can't do it without me. And then, oh no! Absolutely, he's absolutely right about that. You're absolutely correct. There's absolutely no way we could we could do this without him. Um, man, I, I hope I hope Brock's okay. He was just on. Um, I don't know what happened. He couldn't hear. I I, I don't know. I just oh. uh, I saw it pop in, but um, hopefully uh, it, it's working. Is that can can you hear us, Brock? I hope. Hello. Oh, there he goes. Is this him? Hello? 
What's happening? I'm scared. I thought I heard him for a second, and then uh, I was like a whisper. Oh, oh he's no, gone he's gone. Again. Oh no. Oh god. Let's see. We're gonna have to. You know what? We might have to just start all over. And I don't want to, because this is such a good beginning. I think. I I think the listeners will disagree. <laughs> Get out of here! I think this is perfect. This is perfect banter. You know, like uh, when you're watching the news. And like the uh, the news anchor people are, are there, and, and, and they gotta fill some time, so they tell them to kind of talk, talk about this nonsense. Uh, like how you owe me ten dollars for starting so late. I listen. I it was not my intention to start. It's never uh, your intention to be late. Um, I know, but this time it was like real. Mm. I was really like on every track. every week. You're late. I'm really on track. Oh, wait. He's back. I'm back. Yes. I'm here. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Brock in the building. Howdy. Hello, hello. Hello. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you could join us. I feel like, uh, I mean, no one will really know who I'm talking about, but uh, some, some of our listeners might. Uh, so Paul Heyman is this... Uh, like guy that works for WWE, but um, I guess he also manages like Brock Lesnar <laughs> every now and then. And anyways, I saw an episode and he always says the name Brock. I felt like that Brock deserved that kind of Brock. You know? Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, plus you're getting all jacked. You were the reason I went to the gym today. There we go. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, straight up. But um, now that I've got all three of you guys here, um, I, I I am doing something a little different. Usually we have a little intro music and, and some sound effects going and stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen today with my uh, technical difficulties here. Um, but, yeah, so I, I got to figure something else out. But um, let's get this show rolling because... Brock, we haven't had you on here in, in, in a minute, and there's a lot of stuff that's been going on, and and um, oh yes, yeah, but no uh, but, you longer know, a quiet news week, huh? What's that? No longer a quiet news week, huh? Oh, dude, you're telling me. I, I can't believe I I can't believe I, I was saying that. I was like, uh, you know, like earlier earlier this week, um, Emily put us all on on, on this thread and. Uh, we're kind of trying to think of uh, topics for tonight and, and, and everything. And I I sent out a text and I was like, you know, I, I'm having a tough time kind of kind of trying to come up with stuff because uh, I'm not really sure uh, what's happening. I feel like it's been a slow week in news. And um, here we are. Uh, Russia's about to invade the Ukraine. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, we'll get to that. But wows and pals first. Wows and pals first, because uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a minute. Emily, hit me with your wows and pals. I want to hear about. Uh, I hopefully you'll tell us a little bit about this condo thing that's happening right now. So. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, all right, that could be my wow. So yeah, because last time I was on, I put in an offer, didn't get it. The market is crazy up here. However. Uh, I found a new place, put an offer, we're now negotiating, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. Um, so that's exciting and also terrifying. Um, and it's, uh, it's like, I don't know, in the DC area, it's like adjacent to Petworth in like a smaller neighborhood called Parkview. So it's like 
kind of over near Howard University and stuff. So if I ever want to rent it out, I've got like a pretty good location for some college students or something like that. So fingers crossed that I get it. Nice. Okay. Hey, there you go. <laughs> The, the pow would be the amount of money that I'm spending on 750 square feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's a lot, but, uh, you know, I just got a notice the other day from my apartment company that my rent is going up again in March. I was like, God damn it. I'm like, my apartment hasn't gotten better in the last year. Why is my rent going up this year? Oh, every year. So true. So, um, you know, I just... I gotta stop renting. It's it's really a problem. So, fingers crossed. This will be your like you're for gonna be a first time like homeowner, right? Yeah. First time. Ooh. Yeah, and I right. and it'll be on the anniversary. I moved up here in 2012, in July of 2012. So it'll be a decade of renting in DC. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I could have bought like five houses longer. in that time in Florida. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, if I get it, parties this summer at my place. <laughs> all right, all right, I like it, I like it. Um, work's going okay, everything's good. Uh, it's work, work's yeah. work, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, I hear uh, you. Uh, like, people, uh, people should just settle, they don't need to litigate, just <laughs> don't do it, it's too expensive. That we'll might that might money. be that might be the title of the show already. Hold on, just just settle. There's no need to litigate. <laughs> <laughs> just settle. There's no need to litigate. It's just uh, the judges don't care about your like family woes. So anyway, works work. Ooh, parentheses. The judges don't care about your family woes. <laughs> <laughs> the judges don't care about you or your family. <laughs> Well, you know, no, you know what it is? It's like, you know, the judges get assigned to rotations on the bench. So, like, for two years, they might sit on the criminal docket and then two years on the civil and then two years on family or, you know, however they dice it up. But if you hear, like, two years of people fighting over their divorces day in and day out, you you get a little numb to it, right? I, I totally understand, like, their compassion fatigue, but the compassion fatigue is real. So, mm. Mm. I feel you. Um, yo, my main man Brock. It's been a minute. About a minute. Yeah, bro. It's been a minute. I, uh, I, 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 I had to refriend you on stuff because I, uh, my my social media got hacked. I did see that. Uh, that like I, I guess you moved or what's the deal? Yeah. Like, all right. What? Wows and pals, but like also fill us in on everything we've missed, you know, in the last, you know, couple months. Oh, well, so basically people who uh, know me, you know, Saul, you know this, is that it uh, seems like every once in a while I basically just pick up everything and decide to leave yes. <laughs> wherever I'm at entirely yes. to go somewhere else. That is so, true. So um, I was with my nonprofit, uh, City Year, for uh, just just about um like just over seven and a half years and decided that i was done with that nonprofit life um so i got a job doing um a alumni relations at vermont law school so i'm in the higher ed world now and left buffalo Uh-oh. to move up to lebanon new hampshire so what yeah where lebanon new hampshire 
a small little skiing area. There's literally a ski hill in my town. How close is that to the law school? Uh, it's just like 30, it's like 25 minutes from the law school. Um, but the law school is literally in a no stoplight town. And I thought what? about living there, but I was like, I cannot live somewhere where there's not even a stoplight. There's only, there's only one real bar. And I was like, man, I need more bars than that. I don't drink very much anymore, but still only one. Then they know what? all your business if there's just one exactly. bar. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm single. I'm trying to date and I'm not, you know, I'm the, I date students and I'm like, man, I don't want to be like that, you know, gossip of the school of like everybody knowing who I'm doing everything with because there's <laughs> one bar. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe it. It's going to be like, uh, what is it? The Gilmore Gr- Girls Town or something, right? So, Everybody like knew each other? <laughs> so I've tried to confirm this online and there seems to be some conflicting reports, but there is a story that like this, the town actually inspired the town in Gilmore Girls. Are you so serious? Say that. Why do you guys know so much about Gilmore Girls? Well, I, it was I mean, told that, to me during that, my that, was, that was a shot of the dark. <laughs> Oh, well, wow. you've definitely watched a couple seasons of the Gilmore no, Girls. No, 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 never in my life. Oh, I just know bullshit. The... No. Hey, you're hey, Mr. Unlike... Sex in the City. You've def- you just knew the small town vibe of the Gilmore Girls. I... Unlike Saul, I don't need to lie. I had my little sister was really into Gilmore Girls. So I've watched a couple episodes of Gilmore Girls. I know about Rory and the other people. You know, you got a little coffee shop. We can talk yeah. about how terrible Dean is. Oh, okay. Dean. Oh, Dean. Come on. <laughs> the worst. The worst. He cheated. <laughs> oh. You guys. But I mean, Rory kind of is the worst, too. And I'm actually a. I'm so much. I know so much about Gilmore Girls without watching the nuts that I also have subscribed to the theory that Rory is actually an unreliable narrator in the original <laughs> Gilmore Girls. <laughs> And the shitty person you see her in the, like, new recent one they did is who she is the whole time. She just made herself look better in the show. <laughs> I like that theory. That's good. I, That's good stuff. Who who would have thought that this is the content I'm coming in hot with? <laughs> Gilmore Girls fan theories. Well, listen, Saul's definitely seen some. Listen, say so. all I gotta say is I'm not gonna disagree with anything Brock has said. <laughs> so far, you spot on. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh man, but um, but yeah. So man, you're living in a in a in a super small town up north where it probably gets stupid cold. Um, I mean that's like that's further north than Buffalo, is it not? Yeah, but it's because of Buffalo. Like Buffalo is around the Great Lakes, so it's a little colder than Buffalo, but it gets less snow than Buffalo. Oh, okay. So, well, that's good. Trade-offs. All right, all right. I feel you. I feel you. What else has been going on with you, man? What's hot? What's popping? What's not popping? What, what, what oh. do you got to get off the chest real quick? <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, just trying to... Yeah, so again, left, uh, left nonprofits, love the nonprofit world, but uh, decided that, you know, I'm a very strong believer in the saying that, you know, you're either uh, learning or you're earning, and I was no longer learning, so it was time to start earning, mm. um, thus leaving nonprofits. I like, that. I like yeah. that. It's a real philosophy for life there. You're either learning or you're earning. 
And when you're not doing one, you got to do the other. So, yeah, it's been big change there, which was a big thing. Like, I was, I, I, I think the last time I was on here, I was, uh, was I dating my, like, ex at the time then, I think? Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, that, that is no longer a thing. Okay. Obviously, that made the move easier. So, okay. yeah, you know, just me being, being up here, literally, I am so new into this area uh, that I am sitting in a lawn chair in my living room. <laughs> a real bachelor pad. You know, I got two lawn chairs in front of the TV and I got an air mattress in the bedroom. So, you know the vibes I'm giving off here. Wow. I mean, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. <laughs> I respect that. I respect yeah, gotta go, gotta go get some furniture tomorrow. That is on the agenda. Hey, you know, furniture is, uh, you know, it's overrated sometimes. It's a good weekend to go sh- furniture furniture shopping, though. Why is that? Because it's the President's, it President's Day weekend. Day weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sales I guess on so. sales on sales. Oh, brother. Yeah, we don't get President's Day uh, off though, which I was sad about. We just because the school, even though I live in New Hampshire, is in Vermont, we get a small little holiday town called uh, Town Meeting Day off in March instead. So wow, <laughs> that's Town Meeting Day. I mean, it's Vermont, so like Vermont's a weird place, man. That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, that's they I gotta thought... have a town meeting. They need everybody off to go to the town meeting. That's so precious. Like, <laughs> we don't, eat, like, our office doesn't do Columbus Day because it's a shitty holiday, but we take the day after Thanksgiving instead. So I was expecting you to say we don't do President's Day so we get the day after Thanksgiving, but you're like, no, we just gotta go to meeting. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I don't live in Vermont, though, yeah. so I get town meeting day off even though I don't live there because everybody else lives there, so... Now I just get a random Tuesday off, March 1st. <laughs> Who knows what I'll be up to, but not at work. That's hilarious. Uh, it's not even appended a to a weekend. It's because it's town meeting day. It's the middle of the week. It's so it's random. random Tuesday. I remember I thought like Rodeo Day was weird in Kissimmee instead of President's Day. And I was like, Rodeo Day? Uh, but then I ended up going to the rodeo, and I was like, oh, all right, well, I mean, I guess I get it. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. I guess that's what these people like to do out here. Yeah. It's it a good time. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, well, guys, um, let's just, uh, let's kind of like no, dive right into it. Huh? You try to do this every time? Yeah, I know. I always forget about my wows and pals. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just in such a, you know, I'm so excited to, to have you guys on. I just want to hear what you have to say about uh, what we've got lined up for everybody. Um, man, my wows and pals. Let me see. Because I haven't, I, I guess if I have a wow that I'm thinking right off the top of my head is, um, so I started getting back into the gym after being like deathly ill and sick. Um, so remember when the last time we recorded them and, and I was telling you guys how I had a fucking killer headache and I wasn't feeling too hot. Yeah. Um, so, you, couldn't, yeah. you couldn't find your Tylenol. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty pissed about that. But anyway, so yeah, so I ended up, uh, having like, I don't know, like a fever for the entire weekend. And like, uh, I had to call out of work on Monday. It was like really weird. I don't know what I had. I, cause I, I tested myself three times, uh, for the COVID with these COVID tests that I had. And that third COVID test, I had a friend of mine come who's a nurse. And I was like, please make sure you're doing this correctly. Like, I want to make sure that, you know, I haven't, I haven't like fudged up the first two. 
and uh, you know came back negative. So maybe I just had like a flu or something for the weekend or a bug. I don't know, but it felt exactly like when I had COVID in December. Weird. Like yeah. super weird, man. Maybe just, you're patient zero for a new strain. I really hope mm. not because it, <laughs> it it lasted like three three days. Oh, um, that's yeah. That's just probably a flu. I, but it was it was I was miserable. I mean, it, it was pretty bad. But um, my wow is that I, I I started to get back into the gym and that COVID fatigue and all that is kind of real. That's super real. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Uh, so I guess that might be like my my pal, if anything, um, mm. is uh, so you know I was running like two miles under twenty minutes. Uh, today. I ran a mile and a half in 20 minutes. Mm. And um, that was just like, that was kind of crazy. And then like I've been lifting and it's just like really like, man, I really have to get back to where I kind of was because it's, man, being off just for a couple weeks, like really, really throw you off. Um, Especially if you're just like lying in bed and like not doing anything, Mm. sweating and not eating, you know? and everything so um but yeah so i'm back uh did some squats again today and uh yeah so you know i've got like a three-story a three-floor kind of uh like a duplex i'm living in these stairs are killing me (laughs) already (laughs) because you got old man knees old man knees i got old man hammies (laughs) that's what it is but anyways, so so yeah, I, I guess that's pretty much it. But everything else has been has been pretty even, Steven, I guess for the most part. Um, so not too much to uh, to complain about, which is always which is always good. I'm trying to keep things positive, you know. Anyways, <laughs> um, now that I got like all serious for a second, uh, let's uh, get into this because I. I you know, I want to ask Brock more than anything about this. I feel like he would know um, just because he's closer to Canada than we are. Um, <laughs> the, but, what I what I call the are you referring to what I call the uh, electoral college of protests? What you like? What <laughs> what is happening? Um, so you know, I've been listening to it, and and I'll be you know I'll be honest. I I I vaguely know what's going on only because my drive to work i listen to the news i listen to npr on the way to work so they talk about it uh apparently everybody hates trudeau uh from what i'm gathering and uh i guess like these canadian truck drivers started like some blockade somewhere and it's like set up like a carnival now but continue we'll we'll defer to brock (laughs) it's set up like a car yeah please please i need to know more about this so the first thing to know is the fact that like it is actually not that many people. Like, that's why I call it the Electoral College of Protests, because, like, because they have trucks, they don't have to have that many actual people to do it yeah. and really disrupt the city. Like, you could have a protest of 10,000 people there, and it wouldn't have nearly the impact that this has had, because basically what they're doing is blocking all the streets, hogging their horns constantly, and just using it as a major distraction to keep people to stop the whole damn city from getting anything done and 
it became this super big political thing where like none of the the local government didn't want to step in and actually arrest these people and like they were going around so much that they were uh like intimidating local people to not wear their masks going into going into stores and yelling at shop owners when they tried to make them wear masks and really just disrupting all of this and the whole initial point it's like got into this whole other thing but the whole initial point was that you know oh it's because to cross the US border the US Canadian border you need to be vaccinated even for truck drivers so they were saying like oh, oh this is the reason why it's a vaccine mandate well 98% of the truck drivers that drive across the US Canada border were already vaccinated by the time the protest started. <laughs> and so like 90% the, of all truck drivers up there in total. Like they yeah. have a higher vaccination rate than the regular <laughs> population of Canada and much higher mm-hmm. than us. Mhm. Yeah, so you already had like most of the p- drivers weren't actually affected by this. And this is not their first attempt. They tried to do the same thing back in, I think it was um, October, I believe. They tried to do the same thing, blocking, uh, you know, the capital of, uh, it was all happening in the capital, which is Ottawa. Yeah. Um, and so that's where it's all happening right now. But they tried to do this before and it never got any traction. And of course, now what you see is, um, this has been so inflamed by our wonderful right-wing media <laughs> that, you know, we've seen, um, what, I forget the name of it, but that basically the Christian GoFundMe that they have, because the regular GoFundMe shut down their accounts, but the Christian GoFundMe is where they were raising money. Well, and okay. surprise, surprise, over half the donations came from the U.S. Huh. to them to continue, you know, feeding money into this protest for them to be able to stop the streets. Now, at the same time, let's, you know, they can go ahead and brand themselves as the people who are anti-vaccine mandates. But we know the fact that one, at these protests, there are Confederate flags, swastikas, and, and these are fringe elements of the group. If you look at the people organizing this, they are these people all the time. <laughs> trafficked in hate and uh, racism for years and you know shocking they're now you know in charge of this as well because you know the anti-vax movement is so intertwined with these other hate groups and the real concern here now because like finally after months you know after not months but after weeks of no action happening from the local police there because they were intimidated um the Canadian government enforced that uh, they have like the emergency acts there, which basically allowed them to go through and start arresting these people in mass. Which so apparently makes Trudeau, Trudeau Hitler, by the way. Oh, well, <laughs> of course, because you know, yes. I because you know, anytime a politician does anything these days, you know, they're, they're compared to Hitler. Oh, um, God. Also, that's just. <laughs> like the the same people who are who are supporting the shutdown of these streets up there for this protest are the same people who are passing bills in this country to let you run over protesters in the middle of the street. 
Oh, exactly. Like the people who are like, oh, it's pass the bill in Florida. That oh, it's fine to run over protesters in、yeah. Canada. Are like, yeah, it's fine to stop a whole city and stop people from living there, be able to live their lives. I um, let's see here. So I I looked up um, so the police started uh arresting some、mm-hmm. of these people. They've uh arrested about at least a hundred of them for various offenses, including mischief. <laughs> okay. Mischief.、Yeah. I know, right? As of Friday afternoon, as of earlier today, so I guess, and、uh, they included several convoy organizers and boosters, and、uh, they also towed、uh, 21 vehicles. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a pretty ingenious like setup because you've got your truck that has a loud ass horn. But you also like are used to sleeping there. You've got heat in your truck. Like it's not like they're camping out, right? It's it's kind of interesting. Let's see. Police on Friday afternoon said in a tweet that some of the protesters were assaulting officers and trying to remove their weapons. Well, I guess they are feeling bold and after January sixth, right? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen.、Um, apparently, there's、uh, a. Conspiracy theory that's been floating around for several years, but Fox News and in particular Tucker Carlson has picked it up in the past couple days. And the conspiracy theory is that Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's love child.、Uh-huh. What? And, and Tucker Carlson was on Fox News the other day saying that he is like for sure, quote unquote, for sure, the love child of Fidel Castro. Oh my God. That's. <laughs> Who is this? Who is to? Why is Tucker Carlson allowed to be behind a microphone? I I don't see how. I mean, what are what even is journalism? But、uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean,、uh, he is not a journalist. Yeah, no. for sure. Like, good God! And especially at the same time, the Sarah Palin suit was like unfolding in the jury, like you know, being deliberated on by the jury. I'm like, is this guy serious? Like. Anyway,、mm. that's wild. That's just <sighs> wild.、Um, yeah. So it looks like、uh, you know the whole point of that is、uh, the fact that America's hat is corrupted by our awful right-wing、uh, media as well. Which you know, this is I can't feel too much sympathy for Canada since they gave us Ted Cruz. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. He's Canadian. Yeah, that's why he can't be president.、Mm-hmm. Oh, Even though he、weird. ran, yeah. What's that? He ran for president still, but if it was a Democrat who ran for president, they would have brought it up his birthplace way more often. And the fact that like, like his birthright citizenship is like, there's not a clear like match. It also says you have to be like a naturalized citizen, and his parents were American,、hmm. but like he was born in Canada. Not on the military base, just in Canada. Hmm. What a dork! Yeah, killer. <laughs> Ted Cruz is a fish man. He's a blob fish man. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> hate that、uh, guy. Well, don't we all? Yeah, I know, right? Man, so I, I guess so. The cops started arresting people. Um, is it over? Uh, not over yet. I mean, it's still going on. I mean, I was actually just watching 
earlier today some because uh, basically right now the most recent action that the uh, protesters have done is they decided that they can start trying to build themselves uh, a snow fort to protect them from getting to the cops. Literally, not a joke. They are building themselves walls out of snow to try to stop the cops from getting them. Wow. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. You know what's not clear to me is, I, and maybe it's just because I haven't paid enough, enough attention to these clowns, but like, what's their demand? I don't actually know what it is. Well, it used to be to end vaccine mandates. Now it's for Trudeau to step down. But like, they're, what? They're up, but this is what I can't understand is like, the vaccine mandate, they're upset about the U.S.'s vaccine mandate, aren't they? Yeah, it's not so, like, it's because it's, it's not US rational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. But it's never been Trudeau, rational. Strike down a vaccine mandate in another country? Like, what are you talking about? Oh my well, and get and get ready because this is they're they're very much uh, planning this to spread to now a uh, U.S. protest. Yeah, coming oh. coming to my streets. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're planning on going from California to D.C. Yeah, that's not that's that's my, not gonna fly. My here. streets can't handle that many trucks. We already have too many bottles. Yeah, <laughs> we can't sustain the weight. I just don't see that. I don't see that even working down here. There's no way. There's I mean, totally again, a way. I mean, it. <laughs> I'm not writing off anything that like. It was ridiculous. Is what's ridiculous? Oh, we didn't even talk about this. The biggest thing they did is I forget the name of the bridge, but they for days blocked the like one of the number one bridges between the U.S. and Canada. Twenty five percent of Detroit. Twenty five percent of all like whatever exports, Mm -hmm. imports, whatever goes through that bridge alone. I mean, if we were smart, it, Democrats are always on defense. It's infuriating. Always. But, like, if we were smart, we would be saying, like, okay, fire all them job openings. Like, <laughs> well, and, and not even that. I think what another thing you can easily say is, like, you know, everybody wants to talk about inflation right now, which is, like, obviously a concern. But, like, the number one cause of inflation is the fact that we have all these supply chain issues. And this just exasperates those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these are the same people who are going to be bitching about the fact that gas prices are up and goddamn Biden raising my gas prices. And it's like, you are causing supply chain issues, which result in higher, which result in higher costs. Yeah. This is what you're doing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, all all 10% of bitching. you who don't want to be vaccinated, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Live in Canada, don't be vaccinated, don't cross our border. Okay, bye. We need to and aren't there aren't there so many aren't there so many job openings right, right. now? That's what I keep being told. Right. We, so they can just do something else. We need ten percent more Could they really in America. Could they really? <laughs> I mean I'm personally a big believer in the fact that most of those job openings were not real and were to get out of government loans, but that's a little bit of conspiracy theory of my own. Uh, hey, I like I like where you're going with that though. I like it. I like a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those truck drivers in the protest though have been have been interviewed saying that it's impacting their their wages or, or their 
ability to earn a wage. And I'm like, well, it's really going to impact your ability to earn a wage when you get fired for not doing your job. Well, unfortunately, all these all these crowdfunding, they're going to be making money off True. this shit. True. Hmm. Mm. Well, this is going to be interesting. I guess, I guess, whatever. It's a... Uh... Only time will tell, right? We're gonna have to wait and see what happens. I, hopefully, it doesn't spill over to here like that. I, I, I just, I'm sure it already is. It, it's got to be impacting things, just in ways that we don't know yet. Well, well, I mean, I, I don't want to see, like, I don't want to be going to work, and like stopped by, you know, a fucking semi truck or something like that in the way because my guy's angry uh, about that. God knows what, you know what I mean? Doesn't want to get vaccinated or something. Like, give well, me a break. I mean... And those are and those are definitely like real issues. Obviously, like I don't want to downplay like the issues that like it's causing in Ottawa and stuff like that. But like I think the bigger issue we need to worry about there is the fact that one we're seeing the same kind of uh, content farms supporting this and capitalizing on this mm, by just I mean, um, on social media. And so oh, like what you're seeing is the fact that we're seeing the same misinformation information. Uh, actions and initiatives happening and some like nfl memes facebook page and somebody gets in there posting a stupid you know shirt and it's clearly photoshopped on an attractive woman and it is not her actually wearing that shirt and they're selling shirts there and like obviously you have that as an issue that makes it seem bigger but because of that we're seeing these these connections happen to people who are like yeah screw the vaccine mandates and then they're going right into talking to these people who we see carrying swastikas who we know are extremists and so we're seeing more of this path that we already saw with covid which is really where we saw you know we see these more traditional considered like yeah maybe they might be like right of center but more traditional like regular people getting indoctrinated into extremist societies and the long-term impacts that can have on our society is fucking terrifying Oof. so true so but like the, the bigger the actual... issue is is Trudeau Fidel Castro's love child <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at those videos, he definitely looks like a young Castro. <laughs> if you look at those pictures, which is oh, hilarious. God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, all right, all right, enough. Enough of Trudeau and Castro. Um, yo, I mean, I guess we could talk about this now because it's, it's kind of it's funny to me. Um, and I guess I, you guys must know a lot more about this than I do. I, I I'm just seeing a lot of weird other videos that are dedicated to Kanye. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And like people telling them, you know, just all sorts of wild stuff. Like, Soldier Boy apparently has got a viral video about Kanye and saying something about Skeet. Skeet got your girl or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so Skeet's like, what they call Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Yes, bro. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, it's just so funny. So, what IG meltdown is this? Like, what's going on? I, I... Well, I think it's bigger than an IG meltdown. Like, this if I, has if some I, mental if, if issues. I could, yes, he is. He's 
been unwell for a very long time. He's been diagnosed bipolar. I think it's actually more than that, but I won't play significant armchair psychologist here. Um, I mean, it's it's harassment and it's stalking and it's actually kind of scary the lengths that he's going through. Um, That's exactly what it looks like. It, like all it is. Uh, and she, you know, lots of people don't like her. I actually do like her, but lots of people don't like her. Um, and so I feel like a lot of people don't look at it objectively because they have sort of preconceived notions or they're like, well, she chose to live her life in public or what did you think marrying him or like whatever, whatever, whatever. But like put all of that aside and look just at the actual behaviors, wildly inappropriate. And, and she's clearly trying to have distance from him and he will not give that to her. He is fixated on her. Um, like to the point so that people who don't know like he literally one of his posts was going out there about how he didn't have her number and like harassing people to give him yes. kids yeah like if your ex doesn't like you don't have your ex's number your ex you don't have your ex number for a reason yes yeah and like for for valentine's day like you know it's constant barraging that he's doing on social media we don't even know what he's doing in public but uh, i mean i mean in private but like he's going on and on and on on social media one day he loves her the next day he hates her like it's up and down all over the place and then he like delivers a truck full of roses to her on valentine's day like read the room this is not okay i won't be surprised if she files for some sort of restraining order because and and, and frankly a restraining order is a piece of paper it's worthless by and large um but Mm. he's unwell and and the fixation is really a problem um because i am sure that they have competent counsel who try to keep things private and try to get them to work things out amicably but things are not well um he he's got a girlfriend not anymore they broke up oh okay i mean he had a a girlfriend for about three weeks i was gonna say how how much longer was that gonna happen like while she just sits there and watches him do all this stuff yeah literally one day he'd be like i love kim i want her back i'll never let this happen and the next day he'd be like out wearing his like full face mask with his girlfriend it was bizarre um Mm -hmm. but and (laughs) and kind of like to what you said emily there like i'm i'm not a big kardashian fan in general of the Kardashians, but like, no matter what, no matter how you feel about them and the fact that like the Kardashians have clearly like just made being famous a business, Mm -hmm. the people who like, one, you know, you shouldn't have this kind of relationship with exes, but looking at the fact of like, imagine what is going through like for their kids right now, because Mm. he is putting their kids relationship and a lot of these posts on IG that he's now deleted, have been related to specifically about his kids, like threatening Pete Davidson, you'll never meet my kids, stuff like this, and all, all this crap. And like kids, no, none of those children chose to be famous. Yeah. yeah. Like, think about how much like psychological damage that has to do to children to not only be forced into fame, but then have your parent, have your one of your parents harassing the other one in public 
putting all your stuff out there. Like, you know, I, my parents got divorced and they handled it messy like a lot of people's parents. But I was not famous. My parents were not famous and my dad wasn't posting it all on social media, you know? <laughs> right. Like, I can't even imagine this psychological damage this is doing to those children. It's really, it does not bode well for their co-parenting or his parenting. I mean, I, yeah, like, I mean, at this point, I think you got a strong argument for him getting taken full custody away, going full custody, going to Kim at this yeah. point. Yeah, she's not, she's not putting it, like, she's clearly just trying to live her life, and uh, mm. she doesn't, she's, she hasn't been super uh, active on social. Like, clearly there's paparazzi and, and news articles and everything left, right, all over the place because she's mm. dating Pete Davidson. Um, but, like, he definitely has a fixation and clearly all of his other ways of trying to get to her weren't working which is why he's now doing this publicly and um, his his behaviors are very erratic and concerning mm-hmm. man I, w- I miss the old Kanye you know oh the other thing <laughs> is Netflix just dropped Kanye. Yes, next, Netflix just dropped a new um, series about him called Genius or genius, I don't know, something oh, like that. It's a series about like the earlier Kanye, and I'm like, okay, Netflix, you just—I think they just dropped it this week, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, dang it, I'm gonna have to watch. Did you it. not? Wow. A, did you not realize what was going on? Like, why are we putting more spotlight on? I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, uh, Jesus, just I let mean, me down. Often said that he goes off of his medication when he's trying to make new music, right? Which what he, is what he was trying to do uh, with Donda. So, mm-hmm. you know, because now he's like, and I mean, how much of this is tied into the fact that this is, you know, he released, he's announcing Donda two and all mm-hmm. this. Oh, and like, good point. Good point. Like, apparently how much of this shit? Apparently, he's charging people two hundred dollars for some. So we'll look it up while you're sitting in front of your computer. Apparently, to listen to his new album, you gotta get something that's like two hundred dollars. Some I don't know. Let me. I saw a headline. I didn't even bother clicking on it. (laughs) But I'm looking at his his IG right now, and he's deleted everything. Well, no, now there's a bunch of Donda stuff on there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, all the stuff by Kim's gone, and it's all a bunch of Donda stuff. Oh my, like, who has the time to do that? There's no way he has his own IG, like, he runs his own Instagram. Oh, he, what if, no, 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 one of his photos that he posted, uh, because he had, you know, done a bunch of other messy posts, he said that he had just realized that writing in all caps was considered yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he might actually do his own, his own social media, because, like, like, right now, if you go on there right now, he's got, like, a screenshot of a text and he's like holding it down the iPhone so you like have the reaction option on there. <laughs> like no one posts oh, screenshots God. like that. And it's like from Damien, please inform me that the Apple is no longer doing the sponsorship deal. Period. <laughs> and his comments just stop. Like this man's and I mean that's the same way I was there. Like and, oh, and he has screenshots of people's, like, other people's posts, where it's a two-part thing, but he posted both of the, instead of, like, having it where you can scroll over and see the other one, he posted them individually <laughs> as screenshots, so you can see both of the, 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 
two different parts of the same post, but he's just posting the screenshots of it. Oh, oh my god. Them. Oh my On god. separate posts. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Oh my god. It's ridiculous. I mean, I hope I... it's not all a marketing scheme, right? Like that. Oh, seriously. Because that would be really upsetting. Because and, and, it, and I don't think it would be because it's crossed into a territory that's kind of scary, and a lot of women recognize like the scariness of it. That if it's for media, it's kind of really gross. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So it's he's saying it's going to be only on. To go back to what you're saying. He's saying it's going to only be on the his own platform, the Stem Player. It's the only way you're going to be able to listen to his new album. Which, hey, works out for me because I've not been trying to listen to Kanye stuff for a while and now I don't even have to go out of my way to avoid it. it just won't yeah, perfect. Oh, man. That's that's so sad. Stem player. What is stem player? No, who has that? I mean, probably nobody until he releases his album. Because yeah. And then, like, maybe, like, what, maybe, 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 like, ten people will get it. <laughs> I mean, because uh, the, the, the bad part is, like, the scary part about it is that, like, so many people have been resharing and posting it on their stories and stuff. Uh, like, when it was all the Kim stuff, and you're like, y'all, like, this man is, this is harassment that this man is doing. Yeah. Like, you probably shouldn't amplify his voice, but. And there's a lot of people coming out to, like, like, LOL, this is, like. He's a king. Like I aspire to be at Ray. Like oh my goodness. yeah. It's like oh hilarious. Yeah, I, you know I do feel bad for him that he has mental health issues, but he also is like one of the richest people on the planet and could yeah. avail himself of interventions. Yeah, yeah I mean I don't sure. I don't have any sympathy for him because. He's ultra rich, and he can get all the help he wants. And he's had people who've tried, been in his life, yeah. trying to give him the help, and he's not gotten it. So at this point, at a certain point, you're an adult. You're on your own. He probably doesn't have anybody around him that cares. That's the thing. He's well, probably pushed all I mean, it seems like Kim did. Kim though. did. Kim stuck. I mean, again, I'm a, I'm more of a Kim fan than most people, but she she was really i think like in his corner pocket for a long time i think she's the reason and he went kind of crazy no it's she's not part of it i'm telling no. you those kardashian that all of that That's, i mean i don't he, even want to get into already, it he already had mental that, health stuff prevalent before then but yeah, even but, when they they had cooling off periods where she was still trying to like reconcile and get him the help he needed and she was pretty pretty that was uh, more for her image Nah. Yeah, I listen. She could have ditched him years ago. I don't know. I just think that the Kardashian fame is a whole different kind of fame. And um, oh, I mean, it is. Yeah, you know, and and I don't think uh, I don't think it did anything to help his mental health issues already to begin with. I think honestly, it just like if anything magnified it. And I don't think like uh, like I don't think anybody is ready for that. Like that's why th- that's why it's like I don't like the card. I just I don't trust I don't know. them, and there's I would, nothing about I would, them I can respect. It's like uh, I'd push like, back because so weird. When, when they got together, she actually became kind of weirdly deferential to him in many different ways. 
not just like a fashion or aesthetic way, but like her behavior was very different because, and she was explicit because of what he wanted. Um, and she respected all of his wishes not to be part of the show, not to be part of that world whatsoever. She respected his wishes for like the kids to have like very little screen time on that show. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think she like railroaded him. Yeah. She's like Tom Brady. She just plays it safe. Hey, don't come at the goat. <laughs> he, hey, listen, don't be surprised if he goes to San Francisco, which is why. I do not believe in that. I'm not buying that. I also don't think San Francisco would ditch on Trey Lance. I think they would for a year. But anyway, I don't want to get into that. It's a whole other conversation. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we can talk about Yeah, that, that'll be a whole other show. Um, I think it's a good time to kind of take a quick break. Um, and then I kind of want to get back to, I guess, like the heavy shit. Because, uh, yeah, it's about to get heavy. So, um, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't have any outro music. My computer started messing up again uh, in the middle of all this, too. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to try something new and hopefully uh, everything will work when uh, when it's all said and done and, and released. Hopefully I can get it you got ready by tomorrow. Saul. What's that? You got this, Saul. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But all right, um, let's take a quick break. Everybody, uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Uh, we got some, we got some good things to talk about. Russia, Ukraine, uh, this ridiculous "Don't Say Gay" bill that uh, that's just one of the many stupid things that's happening in Florida. But uh, and like, uh, we got time. We might get to that Shakari Richardson thing because that's kind of interesting. So yeah, stick around, guys. Uh, Emily Brock. Your boy Saul will be back uh, in just a second. Peace. Whoa, is it working? I think it's working. Can you hear me? Saul, you there? Oh, I'm there. Are you there? I mean, I I heard you, but <laughs> I'm here. Oh wait! Oh wait! Here we Music. go. I got it. Oh no, but Brock's God. No. Oh. At least I got the intro, kinda. <laughs> Better late than never. I'm so sorry to the 12 people. Oh listening. my God. All right, so oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Hey, we got music now too. All yeah. right. We're all back. Let me welcome everybody back to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. You know how we do. This feels a little bit normal now that I got the music at least going, but you know. Hey. Yeah, at least at least at least we'll find out. You know, I'll listen to the first half, and then I'll listen to the second half, and then you know it'll be like eh, I'll see which one sounds better. I guess I guess we'll take a vote. People, you know, our listeners out there can let us know if you're going to like what you hear in the first half, uh, music and sound wise, or if you'll, uh, you know, if you like what you uh, what you hear in the second half. Son, you know what I'm saying, son? I mean, I mean, I mean. My anxiety makes me adverse to change. So <laughs> I, I can already tell you I like it how it is. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, whatever. I'm just glad I could kind of figure this out. But it's still, uh, yeah, nuts. We're still not 100% over here at uh, Casa de Saul, the studio, whatever. I got to come up with a studio name. I think you just did. The, the garage is called La Bodega. It's the bodega, the garage, because that's, that's where. What are you selling out of your garage? Nothing. I'm selling gains. I got, I got a bench in there. I got some weights. I got a little workout. Oh, okay. So I feel like you need at least get like a mini freezer and then uh, and then get a microwave in there and then just sm- just sell some beef patties. I have a fridge. There's two fridges in there, two two refrigerators. There you go. So start selling some beef patties out of there. Then it could really be Bodega. All right. I guess I could do that. But I got That's what I, I used to get out. when I lived in New York. That's what I got all the time for the bodegas is Good old beef patty, and if you really wanted to treat yourself, you get some cheese on there. Oh, God. Oh, God. You got to get a chopped cheese, bro. That's what it's all about. Those chopped cheeses up there, or any kind of sandwich on that grill was amazing. Anyways, move out of Florida. What's that? Move out of Florida. Well, I mean, Florida's got pub subs. Pub subs really aren't that bad. I don't know why people, uh, I heard people try to criticize them a little bit. They should not criticize pub subs. They're, they're pretty freaking you mean, good. Like, public subs? Yes, public subs. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't hate on a public sub, but you know they're not the same as <laughs> a New York deli. Oh, no, absolutely not. It's yeah, completely, okay. yeah, yeah. Just no, so we're clear. Yeah, no, there's no, <laughs> I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to compare. I'm just saying. I do, I do miss that chicken tender pub sub though. Oh, so good! Chicken tender pub sub is my shit. Chicken tender pub sub should get one of these. By the way, since we're on since we're on the uh, topic of food, um, the avocado embargo or stoppage or whatever has ended. So, avocados coming back at you. What was the deal with that? Well, well, you know, because the cartels run all the avocados in Mexico, right? Yes, yes. And so they, they threatened the life of a U.S. inspector. Oh. They threatened to murder him. Oh, okay. That's and the U.S. was me. like, okay. So they stopped bringing in avocados for a week. It was scary times for, you know, people who love their guacamole. That's pretty funny, huh? Kind of like the limes when, the, when they had the limes on, on lock. Mm, there's uh, something about that look it up trust me the mexican drug cartel had limes on lock for a while while we were at nba city i remember this oh i mean they probably still do the the drug cartels in mexico like run everything now that's crazy anyways um i'm glad you guys could uh join me back in the second half got emily in the building we've got brock in the building myself You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean. Um, let me see if this is if this is right. Yeah, I think so. All right, I think I got it all set up. Anyways, so we left. Um, well, we ended the first half um, talking about Kanye. Um, Ye, Yeezy, Yay, whatever. But uh, but yeah, but uh, the second half, I I kind of mentioned it was probably going to get a little bit more serious. Um, because, I, so I guess today, um, somehow U.S. intelligence or whatever got word that, uh, like Russia, Putin, that's it. They're going to, they're going to start invading Kiev. 
Yep, according to the intelligence. So what's why did it all this happen? What's happening? Why does he want to do this? I'm so confused. Like I don't understand what's happening. Putin really has don't. always considered Ukraine to be part of Russia. Yeah, and Russia part of Ukraine. Yeah, I mean if you if you read into like what he said, I mean God says the early 2000s, like since he came to power, he he says like literally like and think about this. He said that the greatest tragedy of the 20th century was Russia and Ukraine becoming separate countries after the fall of the USSR. But In the why? same century, what's, what's we had Nazis. Yeah. What's his deal with Ukraine? So the big thing is, like, if you want to talk about, like, Russia in general, if you, like, study Russian history, has always, the reason why it's so big, they've always been obsessed with protecting themselves. And so that's why they're such a giant ass country because there's no natural border to stop them. So they just kept growing so that after the Mongols came through to prevent people from coming through. So they've always been obsessed with the idea of protecting their sovereignty and stopping people from coming in and taking their land. And Ukraine, if they take that area strategically, when they control it, it becomes a lot harder to ever invade Ukraine in the future. Now, obviously, we live in a world where typically uh, international boundaries are respected. There are norms, especially in Europe after, you know, the start of uh, World War II. And we realize that, you know, that's a slippery slope. But, I mean, this has been, you know, obviously the, the first big step here in 2004 or, or 2014 when he took Crimea. But Crimea is from Ukraine was way easier and a much more possible goal to actually keep it as part of the country than the rest of Ukraine. Um, and this is this shit's gonna it's gonna be messy for a long time. And yeah, but my um, so my sister in law is actually from Ukraine. Um, and so I've spent a lot of time, and my brother lived there for a few years. So oh, I spent wow. a lot of time um, looking into Ukraine. And this war, if it happens, I mean, there's lots of big questions to ask. But, like, it looks like it's going to happen. And the issue is not going to be how fast Russia wins. Because Russia will win very quickly. Um, the issue is going to be... Russia keeping whatever territory they try to take from Ukraine after the fact and how bloody that insurgency is going to be. And Biden's been pretty uh, hard fast that he's not sending people over. Yeah, it's very clear that like the U.S. is not like the U.S. is like given tons of weapons to them, but we are not getting involved in a war because that's World War Three. Yeah, so that that was my thing. Like I, you know, I see us getting involved in this. That there's no way that we don't get involved in this. Um, I I don't think we will. At least I don't not, think we can. At least not right now. I don't know, man. I just feel like I don't but, know. Like it's we... been too quiet for too long. <laughs> well, yeah, but like Biden, I do think that because of Biden's history, particularly with his you know, son, I, I do think he is. And, and 
the positions he took uh, during the Obama administration and whatnot, like pushing back against surging troops, whatever. Like, I don't think he is somebody to rush in troops in other places on the spectrum of other politicians that are willing to rush in troops into other countries. Um, And what he has said is there's no real interest for us there. Um, Well, and and the thing we have to factor in, it's like, this isn't like a regular country to go get into war with. Russia is a nuclear power. Like, mm-hmm. ru- one of the big things that, like, the scary development that Russia is very much doing to be like, hey, don't fuck with us when they go into Ukraine, is Russia just announced that they're going to be doing nuclear exercises yeah. right near the border. I mean, they have more weapons than we do, nuclear weapons than we do. Mm-hmm. And so by going in and doing some sort of proxy war or, or you know, uh, uh, challenging their authority, that's that's how we get into World War Three. because then Putin thinks it's a, you know, it sees it for what it is, which is a direct challenge to him. I and know. it's not even like Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever, where we can have like the cover of like, oh, there's oil there or something, right? Like, there's nothing there for us. And as much, or as if you look at it, the closest thing, like it's not like it was Syria, because yeah. like the U.S. and Russia were on opposite sides in Syria. Yeah. Yeah. But it was both just a full-on proxy war, and like I think what you'll see here is like you're gonna see the U.S. continue to give weapons as long as there are people to give weapons to in Ukraine. But I, I don't think it's possible for us to go in and it not be the start of World War Three and nukes everywhere. And you know, it just reminds me of that old, uh, that old quote. You know, I don't know what weapons World War Three will be fought with, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah, mm. that's scary. And Russia fucks with us enough on cyber mm. and everything else. Like, I just don't oh. think that. We don't have the appetite for it to go into another war. Biden certainly doesn't. Like, unless there's some sort of like crazy humanitarian reason, I don't see us doing anything. Well, what about the whole, uh, you know, like uh, uh, the allies? Like, you know, they're not part of NATO. Ukraine's not part of NATO. Okay. And frankly, may never even if even if Putin doesn't invade Ukraine may never, never be part of, part of NATO. NATO. And so, why is that? Because we know it's like then it could start World War 3 because like then yeah. if they fuck with Ukraine then we have to defend them. Right? Yeah. Like the premise of NATO is like you attack one of us you attack all of us, right? Like that's yeah. kind of the thinking. So if Ukraine joins NATO and then Putin fucks with NATO then all of us have to be like, all right, now we got to go defend Ukraine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and the other thing to think about, though, is even though like we're not going to have boots on the ground there, that doesn't mean this isn't going to hurt all of us, like, in our pocketbook very seriously. Because what we're most likely going to see is the U.S. place sanctions like we've never seen before that will actually cut Russia off from the international banking system and stop 
Nord Stream 2, which is the gas pipeline that goes from... Yeah, so that was those the next thing I was going to bring up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to try to... Because Biden's been very clear that he wants to stop Nord Stream 2 if they go in. And that is, for those who don't know, that like Russia is basically the one who provides the natural gas. And we are in the middle of winter um, <laughs> in Florida. Uh, to all of Europe, basically, like all that gas comes Especially from, Germany. Yeah, and Germany's been very close. But what you're going to see is most likely if Biden takes these steps, it has been speculated that you're going to see a lot of, a lot of attacks, um, cybersecurity attacks on U.S. firms. Yeah. To really fuck with us as much as possible without actually fucking, without actually starting a war. And hacking elections and all that sort of stuff is definitely on the table. I'm looking at a, a like a brief recap of their relations in the 20th century. In 1922, Russia and Ukraine became two of the founding members of the Soviet Union. Then from 1932 and 33, a famine caused by Stalin's policy of mm-hmm. collectivization kills millions of people, mainly ethnic Ukrainians in a country that is known as the breadbasket of the Soviet Union. The disaster is known as the Holodomor. Holodomor? Holodomor? I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. It's late. Uh, it's crazy. 1941 and 1944, Nazi Germany and the Axis powers occupied the country during World War II. Skip ahead to 91. The Soviet Union is terminated via treaty. Ukraine becomes independent. Begins to transition to a market economy. It also comes into possession of a significant stockpile of nuclear weapons that had previously belonged to the Soviet Union. What? So, uh, <laughs> what's Ukraine that all is, about? So, Ukraine is not a nuclear power, from my that understanding. That makes sense, though. If all those nuclear weapons are in Ukraine, that's why Putin wants to go in there and get them. Well, well, so, well, Putin's going in there for, like, to just get more land and prevent. Again, any kind of invasion. But the thing is interesting is like Putin's gone back and forth because like most people don't know this. Like the uh, the reason why the NATO talk with and like that's been Putin's big demand with Ukraine in general is because um, George W. Bush, when he was a uh, lame duck, actually is the one who introduced uh, nominated Ukraine for NATO membership. And started down this path, but then afterwards, um, they had a pro-Russia government elected, so Russia was totally cool with it. But now, since the Ukrainian Revolution, uh, I believe what they call it the Orange Revolution, is that correct? I don't know. Let's uh, find out. Let's go I with that. It, <laughs> I think that's what it is. They uh, elected a pro-West government. And that's what has him scared because yeah. Ukraine's talking about, again, they, in their constitution, in the Ukrainian constitution, it says that they need to join NATO and mm-hmm. that they have desires to join the EU as well. And that is the terror for Putin. Like the West coming in and having troops right on the border. That's yeah. what terrifies him. And what's funny is the long-term impacts of this is so far all he's accomplished. And one of the reasons why, honestly, it makes sense for him to go to war is all he's done right now is the U.S. and the rest of the West 
have built up troops in our NATO allies in, in Eastern Europe because of this. Hmm. And you're right about it. It's called the Orange Revolution. You're correct. Oh, look yeah. at me. <laughs> the man, the man over here. Let me see if I can get you one of these real quick since you got it right. Go louder. Hold on. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's, it's coming together. It's kind, of, it's kind of coming together here. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm scared. I don't know. I, I, I guess. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of pain and suffering mm-hmm. to go around, but I don't think that that means that the answer is us getting involved in a war, like on on the ground war. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we. I don't think we can. That's just how you get even even worse scenario. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see what's going on here. Um, in, uh, I guess, Florida news. Ugh. Oh, uh, there's a thing called the Don't Say Gay Bill. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, that's a um, colloquial term. <laughs> I, I don't even understand wh- why, what what's happening right now. Like, wh- how when was this ever an issue? Well, it's not an issue. It is what's happening is you're seeing uh, Florida politicians continue their politicization of schools, and so what they're saying is that this is happening that now. You will not be able to set like reference any homosexual relationship, even of a student's parents, in a school building. Yeah. So and, I'm re. There's an uh, American Bar Association notice that went out about you know opposing it, but part of it says that that you may not encourage whatever that means. They classroom, just changed that. Yeah, <laughs> may not ahead. encourage classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. Who decides those things? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like, it's getting a lot of attention for very valid reasons. And... I mean, does that mean you, if you're a lesbian, you can't say my, like a lesbian teacher, you can't refer to like, oh, me and my wife did X, Y, Z to children. Mm-hmm. Does, is that not age appropriate? Like, what does that even mean? Who is to say? Yeah. Mm. I, personally, I don't see how this bill is not unconstitutional for a number of reasons. Being discriminatory on its face, I think. And also a limitation of free speech. Like, I just... I do want to know more about the sort of legal analysis of the bill because to me it just seems blatantly unconstitutional. But maybe I maybe I'm missing something. I uh, I don't think you are. I don't think you're missing anything at all. I, it it's exactly what Brock said. They're just like trying to politicize schools and and kids and um it is just like I'm, I'm kind of reading. I'm, I'm trying to read a little bit about it here, and it's just the, it's just the weirdest thing ever. Like mm-hmm. nobody ever 
that wasn't ever an issue in the first place. Like I, yeah, I can't remember. Like, well, it's no different than saying like you can't teach critical race theory in you know primary education. It was when critical race the theory place. wasn't it getting wasn't taught. Happening. Right? Yeah, it exactly. wasn't happening. It's just like they, they just to say what they really want to say. It's that they uh, don't want to teach a uh, Black History period. Right. I, I, you know there there's also some states that are doing bills where like if a student tells a teacher about their gender identity or sexual orientation, that teacher is then supposed to report it to the parents unless mm-hmm. it would cause like psychological damage or blah 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 blah. Like very you know still amorphous in my mind but like that's wild to me too <laughs> it's uh, we just, we know that it's contrary to a student's best interest for any of these things to be enacted mm-hmm. and and what we're seeing here again is the fact that like we're seeing the fact that we're not letting educators actually educate students mm-hmm. and so i worked i when i worked with city or my first year one of my teammates um so i worked at evans high school and one of my teammates then was afraid of her students obviously like because basically for city or what we did is we served as like kind of like extra bodies in a classroom with like tutors mentors and role models in the classroom itself and so we built up relationships, like near peer relationships to the students. And during that time, you know, she was a lesbian. And even then she felt, or that started that time, she is a lesbian, but she felt uncomfortable during that time right at the start, even letting her students know then about her identity when they would ask her all the time about your personal life, because that's what kids do. They want to know. They want to know how your weekend was, what you were doing. And mm-hmm. now she wouldn't be allowed to tell them that. And think about that. How are you supposed to build up relationships when we see the fact that we already know that virtual learning and kids being away is going to have so many mental health implications. Now they're not going to be able to build up such trusting relationships to, with their educators to actually know about their lives. And at the end of the day, like, haven't we as a society accepted the fact that relationships are valid no matter what telling somebody that you have a wife that you have you know that you have a same-sex relationship isn't encouraging them to have that you're just sharing your own identity any more than you know me sharing the fact that oh yeah i went to a football game is going to encourage my students most of my students didn't care about, you know, any of the things like pick up my hobbies. They just wanted to know what I was doing. They it also to know just my seems life. discriminatory to be able to say, like you as Brock saying, oh, I went out with my girlfriend this weekend. Uh-huh. That's okay to say. But you saying, oh, I went out with my boyfriend. That's not okay. Seems yep. discriminatory and unconstitutional to me. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, if we just take a step back about like, Education is supposed to be about expanding your mind. And if we are limiting it to a bigoted, narrow worldview of that person's parents, like we're not, we're not accomplishing the goals of education. And we all know that 
people of the LGBT community often come out to people first that are not their family, right? Like it's, it's kind of a rare story when somebody says for the first time I'm gay or whatever to their family instead of Mm -hmm. a friend, a teacher, a mentor, a so-and-so, right? Like, so to shut that down is also closing off so many avenues that children rely on. Um, Mm -hmm. Aren't, aren't they supposed to be like the party of like limited government and, but they've never been. I mean, at the same time, Florida also just passed a fifteen, you know, a fifteen week abortion ban. Yes. Like, and you know, the same, you know, they're the party who wants to talk about individual liberties all they want, but then they're, you know, in Tennessee, banning books from schools. Yeah. I, you and, know, it, it sounds buzzworthy to say like you should have a say in your child's education. No one disagrees with that. I don't I don't know a single person that's like, no, you have actually zero say in your child's education. But they 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 win the messaging wars by saying you should have a right to decide when your child is exposed to X, Y, and Z. Then then, but, then take them and put them in a private school. Pay for that. Yeah. Well and, and, and I mean, honestly, if you're if you're gonna talk to me, you know, if I'm gonna share my opinion on this, I, this might be a little controversial. Um, but so for me, for those who don't know, so I was actually homeschooled. And my parents in their homeschool, oh, homeschooling's the fucking worst. <laughs> um, so how do you have two homeschool freaks? <laughs> so in my homeschool, so one of the things that I had to learn, because again, my parents were the ones who were in charge of picking my curriculum. I had to learn about evolution on my own after the fact, because I was taught creationism as a valid scientific argument. Uh, yeah, so was I, and that um, w- they they taught me the counter arguments to fossils, and that mm-hmm. fossils are just there to test your faith. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a whole lot about dinosaurs are actually living with people at the same time. <laughs> like Jesus rode dinosaurs, okay? That happened. <laughs> yeah, the dinosaurs just couldn't get on Noah's Ark, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. that's yeah, that's oh, I, I I'm, I'm glad so I never had that. So I'm glad I never had that issue. I uh I mean like we took we took class field trips to like the National like History Museum and, and like the national like the space whatever space museum like all this stuff in you know in the city when I was a kid. So clearly saw like real dinosaur bones and fossils. Oh, no, no, no. We didn't you know? say that they weren't real. We yeah, they were that, like, around the same time. Yes, and like when so, carbon dating is so just of, bullshit. One of the arguments yeah, about no, evolution is not, like no you know <laughs> the layers in which you find the bones, right? Well, that's just a, that's just a test of your faith. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, and see, the flood changed a lot of things in biology, mm-hmm. uh, you know, geology that there's not just accounting shuffled for. shuffled them all up into very distinct levels. Mm. Um, <laughs> Interesting. But like, uh, this is the path you're going. Like, at the end of the day, parents shouldn't have the full say of what you experience and learn or are exposed to. Like, we live in a society. I mean, I know we live in a post. I know a lot world, of dumb parents, but there are. Facts. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of parents who shouldn't be parents. We yeah. all know them. That's and for we sure. educate, but we also educate 
because it benefits society as a whole. Like right. That's so- why it's that's why it's funded. That's why America is a great country is because we fund public education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we all we should all get the same fundamental set of information. Not as much as we should fund it, though. I'll tell you that. Oh well, no. In some True. places, anyway. Other but places, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I just no, think this bill is unconstitutional. But if you read it, it's like, how do you even interpret it? What do you mean yeah. encourage discussion? What does that mean to encourage a discussion? What does it mean to say age appropriate to talk about sexual identity? Right? Because in my mind, you could start talking about sexual identity as soon as a child starts to show a sexual identity, right? <laughs> and at the end of the day, this is what always gets me is, you know, people act as if, you know, oh, people are indoctrinating kids to be gay. The only indoctrination I've ever seen of children when it comes to sexuality, I think we've all seen this, is all those people who see, you know, a little boy playing with a little girl and it's like, oh, is that his girlfriend? Mm, <laughs> they're wow. like two years yeah. old and it's like, oh, is that his girlfriend? No, motherfucker, they're two. Wow, they're just you're... playing. <laughs> yeah, That's so but, true. but then at that point, what, like, I don't know. Is it age appropriate to put shuffle people into gender roles? Like, I don't know. Let's spin this up on their head. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just... Because you know, you know I'd get, you'd get in trouble under this law if I was to be like two little boys playing and be like, hey, is that his boyfriend? You know that'd be a violation. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a it, fair it, point. I, I mean, I know it's being called the Don't Say Gay Bill and for very good reason. But if you read parts of it, it doesn't, it says sexual orientation or gender identity. So if you're encouraging, uh, you know, a homosexual relationship or a heterosexual relationship. Should be treated the same, right? Yeah, it doesn't actually say. Mm. And I'm sure if when it gets challenged in court, that would be their argument. Mm-hmm. Is that no? We're treating all relationships the same. Also, I still can't get over the fact that we're. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yep, totally was. Although I will say, in the very small credit, I mean, there's some credit to homeschool, but I was taught that climate change was real, and I feel like it was just because my my books were so outdated that the Republicans hadn't like gotten a chance to re-up. <laughs> oh, oh, books. see. Oh, see, I wasn't, I wasn't told that because, you know, the best teacher I, the biggest teacher I had was Rush Limbaugh. You know, because he was. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Wasn't he like a year sober yesterday? Well, he's, oh. he's <laughs> Isn't that good for him? Right? What an accomplishment. That's good. That's the thing. You know, for That's a good one, Saul. Right? Like good for him. I mean, he's. He's dead, but <laughs> hey, screw that guy in his stupid ties. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Stupid ties? That's yeah. your worst critique of him? <laughs> these rushed Limbaugh ties? I remember people, all these guys in my church would wear these bright yellow ugly ties. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> Give me a break. A bunch of clowns. They look like clowns, literally. Like, <laughs> Please. Anyways, um, Speaking of clowns, like the Olympic uh, doping agency is a clown. Because uh, what what is God, this? 
like what? So Shakari Richardson, I remember, got banned right from the Olympics yep. for the race. She failed a marijuana test. Yep. Um, Camila Valieva. I'm glad you said her name because I was really hoping not to have to. No, I got it. I got it. You know, sometimes I, I sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm not. I was good there. Um, but yeah, like what's up? It. What's up with this? With this Camila Velieva chick? Well, so basically, um, for those who don't know, she tested positive for, uh, I believe, it was a heart drug that's banned by the IOC because it, it's been known to increase your endurance. Okay, she's also fifteen. Yeah, from Russia. So, what fifteen? So, Definitely, I want to make clear beforehand, no hate on her because their own decisions. Yeah, that's right. Those are the adults that made those decisions for her. But what, like, one important context is Russia is still technically, quote unquote, banned from the Olympics for cheating, which is why they have to go under their, what is it, the uh, ROC? Yeah, Russian Olympic Committee. Yeah, yeah. So like the ROC is their thing right now because they're technically banned. The but Rock then... is in the building. But then what we see is the fact that like they, for whatever reason, allow her to continue to compete with an actual drug that is a performance enhancing drug that she failed. Mm. They say and it would Rick, be too damaging to her to not let uh-huh. her compete. Because, and I think probably the distinction is that she's a minor. I don't know. It's an arbitrary distinction in my mind, but that, that was what they said is why she can compete. When you think at the end of the day, shouldn't the actual difference maker be in a sport? Is which one could be performance enhancing? Yeah, right. I love being a good joint. <laughs> I don't think joints are performance enhancing in any way. Nah. Shape, or form. I mean, when, it does help in your recovery for some people. Maybe when I play 2K or FIFA, baby. <laughs> yeah, it, it helps make those sore muscles from the gym feel better the next day. Yeah. Oh, my hand is not. My hand is exactly, better, feel better tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Got to get that medicine. Don't oh. worry. I, I got a medical card, so it's legit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and also didn't she uh didn't she just like choke kinda I don't want to say choke because she's fifteen. But something happened where she just yeah. she, she fell a bunch of times, like uh started crying. Yeah, she, it was it was a big She deal. definitely like she definitely, yeah, like had a full on collapse in yes. the final there. And again, you know, you kinda of got at the same time, like I think, you know, we can call it the hypocrisy of the the Russian team and the IOC will also understand the fact that, like, man, 15-year-olds in general, in fact, before this, I, for whatever reason, thought you had to be 16 to compete. Obviously, you don't. Right. But, like, right. and now they're finally starting to talk about the idea that, like, they should put in age limit. Because, like, being a 15-year-old competing in general sounds pretty goddamn Rock. Well, that's the other piece that I, so, so it, it hasn't taken as much mainstream attention, but 
one of the one of the Russian coaches, and I forget her name, and it might be her coach as well, but she's been coming under a lot of scrutiny because she pushes her skaters to do quads, uh-huh. which like yep. was not common beforehand, and and basically she she has a culture in which her her children's athletes are so emaciated and have such bad eating disorders where she actually has been on record saying that she thinks it's amazing that her skater is on a liquid diet at this point. Um, and all of these skaters that train under her and go to the Olympics, they end up disabled by the time they're like 17, 18, 19 years old. Right. Like, well, because with the quads, what you like for, like you have to start turning before you actually leave the ground. Yeah. And so like, bends it requires your bones to actually being able to bend which you only do at a light weight which yeah, you, cannot you can only much. do and your bones can't be fully formed as an adult so like all right. these people win medals when they're children and then when they're an adult they actually can't compete anymore because like you said they're too fucked up at that point so like it, it's i mean obviously the doping thing is easy to draw the comparisons and, and talk about but like there's a lot of other fucked up shit going mm-hmm. on in, in skating and probably more widespread in the olympics more generally but um it I, you know i am like an olympics fan normally and i could not get into it this this time around i was like i, I don't know it feels weird to watch yeah, I haven't and seen any of it. And everything going on with China and the Uyghurs. And yep. I don't know. It's yep. just... Yeah. Same here. I, I couldn't watch it. it. I couldn't watch it going in because of China. And, like, yeah. the IOC president keeps talking about the fact, like, oh, this isn't political. This isn't political. Yet, being political the whole time, obviously, mm-hmm. like, the engage, like, going through and papering over the fact that China is doing these huge human rights abuses this genocide is in itself political right and they're like disappearing tennis players yep. next to Xi Jinping and Putin right like it's just mm-hmm. the whole thing is just I don't know I I can't get beyond it this time around which is unfortunate because obviously athletes have trained their whole lives for this moment yeah. um, yep. but like the doping thing is definitely a problem but there's so many other abuses going on too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's definitely at that point where I feel like, man, like the IOC needs an entire overhaul. Mm-hmm. No, there's no way they'll do that. They won't, because it means the same reason they'll never overhaul FIFA. I was just going to say that. Yep, same exact reason. There's too much money. Yep, way too much money. It's, uh, Which is also crazy to me, because every, every host nation ends, ends up mm-hmm. losing money. Some of the biggest countries aren't even really watching this time around. No, nope. mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's... And and you hear and it's crazy with the Olympics too because like I was just hearing a, a Washington Post reporter do an interview this morning, and she was talking about the fact that like unlike all the other Olympics, this even the bubble Olympics in Japan, this is not a fun Olympics. No one's enjoying it. Everybody just wants mm. to get home. Mm. Anyways. Um, man, I think, uh, I think we should kind of maybe wrap it up a little bit. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> let me, let, let me get some final, some final shout outs, some final words from, uh, from, uh, from Brock. Hit us with something, Brock. 
Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Final thoughts, uh, shout outs, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, so I would just say, you know, hey, it was Valentine's Day. Obviously, it's past Monday, but always the appropriate time for some platonic love. Tell your platonic <laughs> friends that you love them. Take care of them because who knows where we'll all be tomorrow. Mm. There we nice. go. Emily, hit us with some <laughs> shout outs. Some well, final words, I just, it just reminded me that my boss got me a Valentine's Day card that said, I know it can suck being single on Valentine's Day, but it's better than dating some idiot. Shout out to my mom. She had a pretty big surgery, like neck surgery this week. So she's not allowed to like drive or lift anything for like a month. Mm. Oh, (laughs) Um, is she going to be okay? Yeah, she's fine. Actually, earlier today, she was like, I need to watch something funny. I'll send her this tomorrow. She can listen to it. Yeah, shout out to Ross because we didn't get a get it how you live. Yeah, <laughs> Ross is a shout. Yeah, big shout out to Ross. He's uh he's taking some time. Uh, took a weekend off. I think he's visiting one of our buddies, uh, uh, Chris Sava up in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so, he's up, up in the shady side. Um, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Peloton because I love my Peloton and it won't stop being in the news and it makes me nervous that they're gonna go under and I won't I won't have access to all my stuff anymore. Hey, oh, but, you know what you really should what you really should have done is got him hired by Peloton and then got him fired so you had that that three year membership. Mm. Is that what they do? That's what they did to the bunch of employees they fired. Yeah, as they're part of when they, when they got laid off, they said you can get a year of Peloton. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but I will tell you, I love my bike, and I love all the extra classes, and um, I love my trainers, and uh, I just feel like you know what I think it is. I think the media wants like because it's one of those like elitist things to have a Peloton. I fully recognize. I feel like the media wants Peloton to fail, so every day there's like a new article about Peloton failing. I'm like, too much money for it to fail. (laughs) But hey, Mr. But what Big died on his Peloton? I went after his. Oh, that's right. he he didn't die on his Peloton. He got right after first. Anyways, um, he died of karma, not of Peloton. Well, brother, I mean that's that's actually kind of true. All right, people. Oh, oh, are you going to share some knowledge here on? See, He's I don't have knowledge on episode. Sex and City, so He's watched you've watched movies. every episode. All yeah, yeah. That's... He watched himself a Sex and the City lady. Oh, no, okay. whatever. Whatever. No, it's not even like. Don't that. make me post a fucking screenshot of text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Those are old text messages. All right. Anyways. From- a month ago. Okay, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Maybe like two months ago. <laughs> so anyway, it's over now. It's over. That, that I'm uh-huh. all over with. I'm I'm over with all that stuff. It's done. Uh-huh. Anyways, shout out to uh, shout out to Long Shots Farm Billiards. You know, holding it down in the Four Corners area. My boys Harold, Mo, Alex out there. Uh, let me see. Shout out to LA Insurance, Alan and Ray and Charles. They got two offices. One on Boggy Creek. One uh, off OBT in front of the Florida Mall. Um, shout out to all you guys and my listeners and everybody, all our listeners out there. And, um, just thanks for, thanks for supporting the the podcast. And, um, 
Shout out to Brock for making it on tonight, baby. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. It was great, even though it's currently 1215. Yeah, it's yeah. great talking with y'all. Hey, remember with, how we were going to start at 930, Brock? Listen. Because you need to finish early. I want, listen, I still, I got to cook the steak still. So, you know, whatever. Well, hey, you guys. we're going the right time, as my AirPod just told me it's at like 10%. So, yeah, whatever. All right, we're leaving. Thanks for being on. I love you guys. Bye, guys. Love ya. Oh, brother. Bye. <laughs>